Plenty of people have gone through traumatic events in their lives and come away thinking they had a guardian angel. It's not often that everyone around you actually sees them, though. This is the Greatest Story Ever podcast. There comes a time when all the cosmic tumblers have clicked into place and the universe opens itself up for a few seconds to show you what's possible. With Keith Conrad. You know, everything is not an anecdote. You have to discriminate. Here's a good idea. Have a point. It makes it so much more interesting for the listener. One person who might be worth tracking down is Sierra Nicole McClinton, who made some news this past week. And you know it wasn't good news because she has three names. Sierra was on a flight from Texas to Alabama when she got in a bit of a tussle with a fellow passenger. Apparently alcohol was a factor, and by the time the flight actually landed, uh, Sierra was wearing nothing but underwear and a t-shirt. Actually, come to think of it, I'd probably want to talk to someone else who was on that plane. I think Sierra is probably going to be out of contact for a little while. If you signed up for my free email newsletter, The News Side Quest, you'd already know about Sierra's story. Every day I send out a collection of stories along with my snarky commentary and a few gifts. Just go to keithconradmedia.com to sign up. It's all free. My guest this week is the host of the On a Quest podcast, available on your podcatcher of choice. Jill Urchek, thanks so much for joining me. No problem, Keith. How are you? Uh, I'm I'm hanging in there at, at the moment. You know, everybody's uh, dodging COVID, and uh, apparently, I haven't been all that successful. But uh, we'll we'll see how it goes. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> so, I th- this certainly isn't the greatest story ever told, but my husband thinks it's one worth telling. Okay, okay. you've known me. I'm pretty much into karma and signs, and I think everything means something, even the silliest things. Well, when I was 20, ages ago. Um, I went to Daly College on the Southwest side, got my associates there, like the good little girl I am. Mm-hmm. And I left, oddly enough, I almost got into a fight. I don't get into fights. This girl wanted to kick my butt. I should say that's very noteworthy only because I would have left school 10 minutes earlier before this happened. Okay. She, I don't know. She just didn't like me. I didn't even know her. So keep that in mind. I leave school a bit later and I was with one of my best friends at the time. Now the we were taking the bus home. So I had all my books with me. It was the week of midterms. We are crossing Pulaski, which is a busy street. The bus stop was kind of in a, on a medium. Okay. It wasn't even like a curb, but it was in the middle of the road, but it was a bus stop. As we were walking to catch the bus, um, the light had started to turn yellow. I had one lane to go to get on the bus stop. Mm-hmm. There was a truck in that lane. The next thing I know, I'm in an ambulance, okay? So what happened was it was he just happened to be an off-duty cop. This has nothing to do with police officers. This guy just happened to be an off-duty cop. He tried to beat the light, okay? He didn't see me or my friend because of the bus. She, it whizzed past her, the car. He was driving, not a cop car, just a regular car, got me about 45 miles an hour while I was walking. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so I thought I remembered waking up in the ambulance because I remember thinking this dude's hot and why am I in the ambulance? (laughs) Well, it turns out after talking um, with my friend at the time that so the guy hit me, I rolled in the rolled onto the windshield in the middle of the intersection. And then she said she was either distraught, which would be scary, but she saw this woman, plain clothes, normal woman come out of nowhere and put her jacket under my head and was like consoling me. 
Hmm. And it wasn't until she said that, Keith, that I think I remember it. But then I'm thinking, did I really remember it? Or, am, you know, did she put that in my head? Right. But I think I do remember it. I probably wouldn't have if she didn't say this woman. Okay. Then she went to, when the ambulance came, think the lady was gone. She was just gone. So I, I often think about that because I do believe in angels. I do believe, you know, they can come in human form and help you. Mm-hmm. So fast forward, I had three operations. They put a rod and screws in my leg. So it was about a year worth of being off school and work. And my leg is still kind of a mess. I had meniscus surgery last year, tons of arthritis. As the story goes, I have my leg. Okay. Right. So to condense this, my parents didn't have any money and they knew we needed money. This had to pay for a lot of bills. They tried to sue the guy because he didn't even come forth with admitting anything. Um, We lost. So here my parents are trying to pay for all my medical bills. We lose. We got a little money to pay for some of it from my parents' uninsured motorist on their um, insurance, okay? So this is all going on, and I'm just in crutches, doing whatever, going about my life. And then my friend, who was with me at the time, was getting married. She asked me to stand up in her wedding. I'm like, I really can't even stand all that much, so I'm not sure I'm going to be able to be in your wedding. And I'm not working. I don't have money. She said she didn't want to be my friend anymore. And I'm like, what is going on here? This was terrible. So we kept hearing back and forth from the lawyers in the meantime that we were going to sue and this was going to go to trial and blah, blah, blah. Before I knew that we lost, I'm sorry, I kind of mixed it up a little. And then um, they called her, my friend, to ask if she could be my witness and she declined. And I'm thinking... What kind of horse poop is this? I mean, that's mm-hmm. terrible. I don't honestly think I could do that to my worst enemy, especially if I saw them, you know, get in this condition. Yeah. I mean, wh- whether she was your friend or not, she was a witness to it. She was. And in yeah. fact, there was a guy because when I flipped in the middle of the road, all of traffic stopped. Okay. I'm sounding like a traffic reporter now. Ooh, I wonder why. <laughs> all, of, all of traffic stopped, Keith, because obviously there was an accident. One guy volunteered to um, help me. So they gave him a deposition, but they didn't deem um, that it was going to go through. They went to the policeman station to get some um, not a deposition or talk to him. They physically threw my lawyer out. It was just complete craziness. So um, the girl and I obviously don't talk anymore. Mm-hmm. I found out years later, she found Jesus. That's a whole separate story. She needed to. But um, getting back to that angel thing, so I often have dreams sometimes that I'm still in that situation with that woman. And it's very strange because I couldn't tell you what she looked like. And like I said earlier, I wonder if I really do remember it because you do, your body goes into shock, you blank out. That's the reality when when you get into an accident. So had I died, Keith, like I would never... Nobody would ever, like, you would never know that I wasn't in pain because I don't remember anything. Your body blacks it out. So or when, you, when, you dream about, when you dream about this guardian angel, do you, do you see her or is she just, you know, completely? She, she's just a regular woman in clothes, but I never really see her face. 
Um, because I don't, you know, it's just like the average woman you'd find I don't, at Target, you know, mm-hmm. at the grocery store. Hey, can you get that off the shelf for me kind of thing? But here's what's even weirder. I hope I'm not talking too much. So all <laughs> of this, am I? No, not at oh, all. Okay. So all of this. That's the whole point of this. Okay. All of this is going on. I feel like my friend betrayed me and I'm thinking you are a total, you know what? You just saw what I went through. How could you? Turns out when she's divorced, of course she is and it doesn't matter. But Mm -hmm. it was very devastating to me to have lost all my mobility, to have gone through these surgeries, a year back of school. I am so blessed and I always knew I was blessed to have my leg. Okay. That's the first and foremost of the story. But so then we, in my poor parents, thank God they had their uninsured motorist. It was just like one thing after another. Fast forward, coming home from a radio station party. Um, can I say that? Oh, it doesn't even matter what station it is. My friend was driving. We were leaving the traffic place. It was snowing out. She was driving. And here I am close to Plasky again, uh, southbound on the Stevenson. And a limo was coming close to her. I mean, it was one of the blizzards. What year was that? 99 when we had like three blizzards? I don't know. We had a really bad winter that year. She was driving and said, oh, this limo's coming kind of close. Well, the limo sideswiped us. And now I'm rolling over into traffic onto oncoming traffic on the Stevenson. Keith, (laughs) I got to tell you, I'm like, not again. (laughs) And all that's going through my head is. And the the car would have been going a lot faster than, than 45. We, well, I don't know how fast she was going. Don't forget the snow was really coming down. Okay. Yeah. But, that, that's true. but understand this as the car, I felt it start tipping and I thought I'm, Oh, now if God's not taking me this time, he's not, then I'm just not ready to go because how are you going to survive that? Mm-hmm. So the car rolled over, we're strapped in and all that went through my head was the first car accident didn't kill me. I'm never going to see my family again. Nobody's going to know how I'm feeling right now. Nobody, you know, is just going to understand what's going on right now. And the creepiest thing of all is I was like so over it. I said, God, just take me and please don't let me feel any pain. And then the car rolled upright. I didn't know which direction of the Stevenson I was in, but the snow cushioned it. So I'm like, are those clouds or is that snow? Not a scratch on me, not a scratch on my friend. Nothing. Two two huge car accidents, and I'm still here. So to me, I'm here for a reason. I'm not quite sure what it is, but it wasn't my time. Now, if I get into a third car accident, Keith, it was really, really nice knowing you. If anybody wants to take you out, they're going to need kryptonite, apparently. <laughs> but I just, I thought it was these, to me, near-death experiences, of course, um, really make you feel or believe in something or not. Mm-hmm. And I felt like, well, the first one, I don't even remember, but I do believe that maybe that was a regular person and she just didn't see her walk away with all the chaos that could be. But she said she went to thank her and she was gone. And you hear those stories all the time. And you wouldn't expect somebody to just walk away from something like that. You think they, they're they're sticking around to see how things play out. Sure, sure. And and yeah, she was gone. And um, in the rollover one, I the biggest takeaway I took from it was we really, in my opinion, of course, 
just mine, we really are not in control of much in life. Because when you're cruising down an expressway and you feel, you know, oh, here's the weirdest thing. Felt like an hour. When they say time stops, you're not kidding. I thought I was in the car rolling for days. No, it felt like an hour and it was probably all of four seconds. You really come to grips with your real person, whether you really believe in something or not. Because when I said, God, just take me and please don't let me feel pain is when the car, when I snapped back to it and the car had landed. Mm-hmm. So that's really my biggest thing, I guess. Either that or I got pregnant at 42 very quickly. You take your pick, Keith. It's your show. <laughs> I, I would say that, uh, that uh, you know, basically kind of meeting your guardian angel, that, that's going to be up there on anybody's list. Yeah, I mean, I you know, or it was just, uh, yeah, I don't know what it was, but somebody was there to comfort me. Mm-hmm. And I think that's amazing. So I think these things happen all the time in everyday life, and we don't know it because we just assume they're normal people wearing pants and a shirt like the rest of us. Yeah, because you don't, you don't put that much thought into the people you're walking by. No, you don't. And, and during these times, and you can read countless stories of people who go through this who have similar experiences, it kind of renews my faith in um, God, I guess, because to me, that one's kind of unexplainable. And if I'm literally, I remember talking to, um, hearing some people talk who had these experiences and they all said they were not going to give up and they were hanging on and they were going to fight. And I'm like, oh, oh, what's wrong with me? I was like, take me, Jesus. No, I was just trying to <laughs> surrender to what I thought the inevitable was. Yeah, you know, as far as you know, you uh, you only might have a, a few seconds left, so you might not, you might as well not worry during those uh, last few seconds. Exactly, Keith. I didn't worry. It was the weirdest sense of peace. I'm glad you said that. I've ever had. It was total acceptance of I cannot change what is happening. Mm-hmm. There are cars coming in both directions on an expressway in a blizzard. I cannot change what is about to happen. So I didn't want to fight on. I just wanted to go in peace. So you're not saying, you know, God, don't let this happen to me. You're just like, Hey God, get me through this. What I said was, if this is the way I'm going to go, then please just take me and don't let me feel any pain, mm-hmm. which is kind of creepy. When I think back about it, Keith. <laughs> I'm like, did I really say that? That sounds so like, nice. And so, you know, because the conscious Jill walking around now is like, oh God, please don't let that, you know. But when you're in that moment, that's the when the real you comes out. The real Keith would come out in that moment. You know, they say that's when your shows, you know, what you're made of. And Mm -hmm. I did learn through two major car accidents. It wasn't my time. And if it is, there's not a darn thing I could do about it. So what do you think of that? (laughs) That's uh, that, that's definitely one of the most uh, uh, awe-inspiring stories because you're, you're dealing with some deep stuff there, Jill. I didn't mean to. I'm a deep girl. <laughs> you blame my husband. You know him. He made me say it. I didn't. I was like, well, I think it's incredible that I I got married, late, you know, second time at 42, and I got pregnant when I sneezed. He's like, no, that's not that cool. Why do you talk about the time you almost died? I'm like, oh, all right. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, that's up there too. That's up there Thanks too. Thanks so much for sharing your story, Jill. You're welcome. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me. If you think you can top Jill's story, just shoot me an email at greateststoryeverpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to rate and review this podcast or Jill's wherever you happen to be listening to help new people find it and the conga line of interesting stories continuing.